0: With so much going on today, it seems like we are constantly in a race to do more. More technology, more platforms, more places to be, more things to do, more, more, more. My friend, welcome back to the Mindship Podcast. This is Daryl Evans. Listen, in 2002, I was sitting in the seat of overwhelm and frustration. And even though my business was really successful at the time, I was not in control of my day today i want to talk to you a little bit about how to be more productive how to increase your productivity starting today not starting tomorrow not next week you don't need a coach you don't need a book i want you to think about these three big topics that i'm going to talk about today and think about how you can walk away from this episode and install some of them in your life right now there are small steps to these big three topics um you don't have to master them all, but you do need to be intentional. This is the Mindshift podcast where we share real stories, real strategies that will help you find real success. This is the place to hear from people just like you who've taken their ideas, goals and dreams from a point of inspiration to realization or when life knocked them down from a point of breakdown to breakthrough. I'm your host Daryl Evans. Let's get started with today's episode. So let's start number one, as we jump right in and let's talk about our intention for our days as a leader, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a father, as a parent, as a friend, be intentional. Number one, let's be intentional about our day. So often the number one thing I see happening and myself included is we give our time and attention to the people that need something from us. What does that mean? It looks like when you wake up in the morning, you pick up your cell phone and you turn it on and you start scrolling through email. You start opening social media. You start looking to see who's responded to things that you had talked about yesterday, last week, last month. When you turn on your attention to other people's needs of you, then you are instantly out of control of your day. If you're a leader And I know you are listening to this, you're an entrepreneur, whatever it is that you're in charge of, people need things from you. So it's super important as we cover these three items that you understand that these are rules of engagement for any leader, any business leader, any parent, any entrepreneur, business owner. If you are required or have chosen, let me rephrase, if you've chosen to lead, I think these three things are imperative to make sure you maximize your productivity in the day and give yourself the best chance to avoid overwhelm, end up frustrated, and literally have your joy stolen from you in the work that you signed up to do, okay? So let's keep this in mind as we get going forward. And you may have heard of these before, believe me, I'm sure if you've been along the journey for a while, you've heard of these three things, but I'm gonna see if I can paint some picture around the benefits of these. Strategy number one in maximizing your daily productivity is obviously to delegate. Right? This formula is pretty simple. DEA, delegate. Number 1, the first one is D, delegate. Delegate doesn't necessarily mean like if you're just getting started and you don't have a big team, you still can delegate. There are ways to delegate with people. There are ways to delegate with process, and of course, there are ways to delegate with product or technology, okay? And A couple of things I think about that I've brought into my life in the last 20 something years is this idea of delegation, right? A very simple thing you can do right now to remove overwhelm. Number one thing I hear a lot of people talk about in their email is they get too many emails, like the busier they get, the more emails they get. The busier they get, the more they have. Well, here's one easy thing you can do. Delegate an out of office message or an out of office for now message or an out of office for the next few hours message. One of the best things I ever did in 2002, 2003, when I hired my first coach, I remember meeting a guy named Bill, and he was a super successful guy in my industry, and I wanted to take him to lunch and really just get to know a little bit about how he did what he did, really sort of an early interview, if you will, but we were having it over lunch. And I remember calling his phone and, and he said on his voicemail, you know, hey, this is Bill. I'm making this up now on the fly because I can't remember exactly what it was. But I think his voicemail said something like, I return all calls between 9 and 10 a.m. and between 4 and 5 p.m. Leave your detailed message telling me exactly how I can be of service to you. And I'll return your calls during one of those two times. Now, here's a guy at the top of his game and he's delegating to voicemail. What he's basically doing is saying, I have rules of engagement. And he's telling the person calling to do exactly, like help me help you so that we're not playing chase when I call you back. But he's also telling someone during that window of time, he's gonna call you back. So nine to 10, four to five. And I thought to myself, how on earth is he getting away with that? Well, it's called a system, (laughs) right? And you'd think, well, he's super busy. How could he get away with not calling people back? Well, he decided, he got intentional about that strategy. And I'd later learn and adopt that same strategy into my business. But let's go back to this idea of delegating. You can use an automated message to delegate communication, even if it's for a short period of time. That's easy, right? You can delegate auto replies. For example, email auto replies, very, very simple. Direct messages on Facebook and Instagram specifically, LinkedIn's not there yet. I think you can even do it on Twitter. You can delegate auto responses, let people know where you are, like let people know where you're at. We always feel like it's required that we respond right away. No, no, it's only required to respond when you're prepared to respond. But if someone needs you, it'd be helpful to let them know when you're going to respond. Yeah. So delegating, obviously we can talk about delegating to team members. Like if you're not prepared to hire a full-time salary person today, great. Then you need to start looking at how you can delegate certain tasks to a virtual assistant, to a freelancer, to a consultant someone, right? You can go to sites like Fiverr. You can go to sites like Upwork. You can go all over the place. Like there's so many sites now in your industry where you can delegate. You can delegate to the local college, go over to the college and look for a student who needs some work credit, all kinds of things. So item number one is when we have so many things to do, the trap is thinking you've got to do it all. Even if it is one of your top skills, the reality is, is this a $10 task? Is it a $100 task or is it what you really get paid for, which might be a $1,000 thing? Okay, you've got to be careful. You can't do everything. There's only so many hours in the day and you've got to delegate. Item number two is eliminate. And it is probably my favorite. What do I mean? One of the first things I do when I open email is I eliminate anything that doesn't need my attention. Eliminate is also the word I use for delete, unsubscribe, or completely say I just ignore it. Okay, so one of the easiest tips that I've ever learned over the years and and really implemented, I shouldn't say I learned it, I just decided to do it. And that is when I open my email, I give myself 10 minutes to get in and out of my email. 10, that's it. I get in and out of email in 10 minutes. My intention is to get in and out of email, but how do I do that fast? If I open my email, I've got 48 emails, I hit select all. I hit select all and then I start looking at the sender and I start looking at the subject line. If I don't recognize the sender, then I hit delete. All right, put the check mark by them so I can delete it. If I'm not sure who the sender is, but then the subject line is something relevant to what I'm working on, or I might not know the sender because maybe I'm engaged with a company or a brand that I'm not sure who the sender is, but the subject line is related to something I'm involved in, I may take a closer look. But the first objective is to get rid of 80% of those emails. I'm like you, I get solicited all the time. I get pitches all the time. I get people who want to jump on a quick call all the time. My first thing to do and this is to eliminate. But I don't just eliminate it in email. I eliminate things that just don't need my attention. I don't know if you're anything like me. I used to say yes a lot. I used to overcommit myself because I used to carry this complex that I didn't want to let people down. I didn't want to say no. If they had asked if I could, I would say yes. And at times, it led me to being just committed to too many things, too many places to be, and honestly pulling me away from the purpose and the mission that I was working on. And so what I learned to do is just eliminate certain things that didn't need and don't need and require my time or my attention. It isn't that I don't wanna do it. It isn't that I wouldn't like to do it. It's that I've gotten very intentional by saying, if I commit to that, then I'm going to let people down because I've already committed to this. So it's like either or. If I give you my time over here, I'm going to likely compromise my ability to deliver at a high level on things I've already said I was going to do that were important to me, to me, to my business, to my life, to my fitness, to my mental health, all of those things. So the second concept here is eliminate. I really want you to take a look at your world and think, what can you eliminate? I used to look, it's kind of a habit. I do a lot of Zoom meetings and every now and then someone will pop up their email and I'll see 2000 emails unopened in their inbox i'll see 700 i'll see just an obnoxious number of emails and i'm like what are all those emails doing there like why are they there the other habit in terms of eliminate this was taught to me by david allen uh, from getting things done when i was at one of uh, the programs and it was like once you open the email do something with it it doesn't belong in your inbox anymore it belongs somewhere if you want to keep it for the future it belongs in a future box If you want to reply to it later, it might go into your someday maybe box. If you need to take action on it, it goes in your action folder. If you need to forward it to someone because they're the one responsible for it, you send it to them and you put it in your waiting for box. You get it out of your inbox. The inbox isn't a storage facility. Don't let me get caught on my time management talk, but (laughs) that's for another day. We're talking just about getting through being productive, right? Delegate, eliminate. Let's go to the last one, automate. Automate to me means what can I have a piece of software do? that acts just like a human. And some would argue with me right now, but I honestly believe today that ChatGPT is very much in the automate category, in the delegate slash automate category. Why? It isn't that ChatGPT is going to automatically pick up stuff from your brain and, and just start working it out. I get that. But what I think about is where technology and tools can help do the things, the heavy lifting that you would have to put your brain power on. When I think about Grammarly, for example, a very cool tool that is now obviously they're building an AI, but we've been using Grammarly, you know, for probably six years, seven years. I don't have to be a grammar expert. I'm pretty good at grammar, pretty good at English. I'm pretty good at all that stuff. But why do I want to have to use my brain power when I only have so much to use in a day? So I let Grammarly do those things. So it critiques my writing. It critiques my spelling. It critiques all the things, tells me what to do. And I push the button and I either agree or don't agree. That is, again, where ChatGPT comes in. To me, that's a bit of automation to me. I've got to tell it what I want, and then it tells me, hey, here's how you're performing in this based on traditional standards, based on whatever the case is. Automation, obviously, email automation is a big thing. Automating lead generation. Here's one that maybe many of you haven't thought about or don't think about it this way, and I know I've been in enough conversations over the last 12 years with business owners, I think of advertising as automation. Why? Because I would normally have to pay someone to go out and find prospects one way or another. I'm either paying for them to pick up the phone and call. I'm paying for them to go to the networking event. I'm paying for them to go to the conference. I'm paying for them to go acquire customers. One thing I learned years ago is that I'm lazy. And (laughs) I know that probably isn't the best thing to say on a podcast, but I'm probably one of the laziest cats out there. Why? Well, it's because I realized that I've only got so much energy. So if I can deploy something, automate something that's going to go do the work just as good as I would and get me 60%, 70%, 80% of the way there, which is basically what the tools do, then why wouldn't I want to get that leverage? So much of what we do, we burn ourselves thin because we don't use the leverage available, the people around us, the tools around us, the technology around us. Sometimes it's process. Like what is the process that's going to make your life easier. I'm beating this point up because I've had a number of conversations where the word overwhelm has come up. Listen, I've gone through it a little bit in the last three to four, five, six months, and it makes me come back to this thought process. Delegate, eliminate, automate. What are we not doing right today? What could we be doing right tomorrow? It's not to beat ourselves up over how we got here. How we got here is here. The shift Method says the facts are the facts, right? Step one, make peace with the facts. The facts are, you might be overwhelmed. You might not be delegating. You might not be eliminating. You might not be automating. Maybe right now when you pick up the phone in the morning, you're giving too much time to social media. Maybe you're giving it to too many emails. That's okay. Let's decide what is our intention going forward, which I love to talk about in step two of the MindShift Method. And that is let's make a new decision if we don't like where we are today. So if you don't like where you are today in your productivity, let's think about what you can do to delegate, to eliminate, and to automate. If you need some help with that, Come over to the Growth-Driven Entrepreneur community at growthdrivenentrepreneur.com. If you need help from me personally, I'm at darrellevans.net. I'll see you again soon. Take care. Hey, my friend. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the MindShift Podcast. Listen, let's not have the conversation end here. Connect with me on social, at Mr. Darrell Evans on almost all the platforms, with the exception of Facebook. My Facebook fan page is at Daryl Evans Fan. Until next week, remember, you're just one shift away from the breakthrough you're looking for.